Welcome, welcome, welcome Hola. to this week's episode of the podcast. I am one half of your delicious, nutritious hostess with the most dish, Shola Maridueña. Dang it, I don't have any rhymes like that. Uh, I'm Jacob St. Bertrand. Uh, I have great eyebrows, and I, you know, like to contribute a lot to this podcast. And he's a philanthropist. <laughs> um, how you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Nice. You know, Love it. COVID-free. So COVID-free. I'm I, at this rate. That's kind of that kind of determines how you're doing. Yeah, good right. or bad. You know I, what? I'm alive, and I don't have to be locked I, in a hotel. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about this thing really quick. Yeah. Um, this Wait, McDonald's dude. thing because I'm looking at this picture. If you guys don't know, I just found this out today. McDonald's is putting out from the company, not from like, you know how they, these, these secret menu items aren't even secret menu items. We were talking about it. They're, they're just, they, they just got caught on the supersize me and they're like, how do we, guys, wouldn't it be so crazy? <laughs> guys, wouldn't it be so crazy if you like put your double cheeseburger inside the filet of fish <laughs> That's nuts, wouldn't, wouldn't right? Wouldn't it be so crazy if you guys did that? I'd be like, so I just want to know who thought of this. Like, who's going to McDonald's that much that they need to change it up? Like, they they've had to- everything <laughs> on the menu. They're like, damn. They're like, like, oh, I'm kind of getting bored of just McMuffy. Maybe <laughs> I should get a little hash bee in the McMuffy. Hear me out. McGriddle with the McRib. No. And yeah. So here's the names of some of them. Okay. Ready? <laughs> the names are great. The, okay. So, you know, the first one is the one that we're talking about. The hash brown McMuffin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Simple. Sausage egg McMuffin. No. Sausage McMuffin with egg and the hash brown. Yeah. Boom. Easy. And then you have the crunchy double. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We're crunchy getting spicy double. With what the do you names. think that is? I think the crunchy double is a double cheeseburger yeah. with uh, the chicken in the middle. No, 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 no. It's the double cheeseburger with six nuggies in there. <laughs> and you pour barbecue sauce on the nuggies before you oh, put it, before you put on it back on top. Oh, my God. I um, like that there's some assembly required. Like, yeah. it's something you got to work for. I like yeah. it. Hey, guys. Oh, and then you have surf and turf. Ooh, if you want to, I don't know, if you want to dine and, yeah, surf and turf is just full, just Filet of fish inside double cheeseburger. And then you have the <laughs> land air and sea. I like that one. You that have the good. Big Mac inside a McChicken inside a filet <laughs> of fish. This is definitely worse than supersize me. I just think I would love to see the person that thought of that and continues to order that and tells the Rere with the double cheeseburger. Hey, yeah. But put the chicken inside. <laughs> no, you know what? And then also put the fish in there. No, I, I like the idea of. They they make you do this yourself so that you're so you're not just like, hey, can I get the land air and see? Yeah. <laughs> Put it together. No. Take ones. Yeah, that just it just seems so messy. I just wanna I, w- I almost we should get it. We should eat it on the next no, podcast. No. Yeah, come on, bro. Dude, uh, dude, we're know, doing it. I'm just... getting them. I'm getting I'm gonna walk and be like, yeah, hi, can I get two can land get... air and seas, please? Can I get the surf and turf? And surf and surf. And actually, could you put the barbecue sauce on the nuggies for me? That would be so delightful. They definitely will not. No, that was like the the Travis Scott. You know what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm here for. You know what I'm here for. You just played. As though we're out. (laughs) The Beach Boys. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, boogie, boogie. Dude, you know what we should do? Or I guess you should do? You should. Once you get on Locks Club, you should go on a date. Dude, I... Yeah, I, I know. I Mine is lagging too. My, well, I looked up online and <sighs> Locks Club, get on your shit. I guess it takes a week to two weeks before they accept you. And they only have a 20% acceptance rate. Dude, that's like a Ivy League college. Locks Club is gatekeeping. Yeah, of course they are. 
It's like Raya. Right. Yeah, but Raya's just, you don't have to try out for it. You just got to get a certain amount of referrals. Really? Wait, you need more than one referral? I think you need two or three for Raya. I, what the heck? I don't know. I didn't even know you needed a referral. And the fact that you need more than one. Yeah, you need more than like, one referral. You can't just know one person. Yeah, you got to know multiple. You, gotta know, you have to know two I, I want to say it's three. I could totally be wrong, but I remember a friend who was telling me about it. Well, it's like the it's like the Tinder for people in the industry. Um, but you were saying all of that was being said for we we're talking about the the McDonald's thing. Oh, I was saying you should take a girl on a date, and that should be the date. The Your locked club, yeah. The fish, hey, um, the, land, the, the sea. What is it? Land, yeah, air, the land, sea. air, and sea. Yeah, I feel like that really make or break, you know, because. You're going to get a girl that's like, ah, this is disgusting. Why are we in McDonald's? Or you're going to get someone who's like, oh, this is hilarious. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I first just first dated up McDonald's. Do the Clara Boya. Set it in and out. Just go McDonald's. Yeah. Nothing like some greasy fingies. <laughs> um, it really gets you in the mood, right? Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Like, dude, those hash browns are so oily. Okay. So here's something that I wanted to, to chat about really quick. Because... What up, Pete Davidson has AIDS? Yes, Pete Davidson <laughs> does have AIDS. Kanye said, I wish there was, there was just, there should just be a newsletter for everything Kanye says in a week. There should just, his assistant or something should be leaking out a newsletter. Of everything like, he says? Yeah, just, you know how there's those Instagram pages that are like, quotes I heard in Los Angeles. Oh, Overheard LA. Heard, yeah, Overheard yeah. LA, Overheard Chicago, whatever, whatever. They, his assistants should be like. Overheard Kanye. This is what I heard, yeah. Kanye say. That would be a great coffee table book. Like, yeah. you're just, you're Kanye born at a quotes. party, just, like, flip through all of it. Good morning, Kanye. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, little stuff like that. Yeah, I could, I could totally see it. Rupee Cower style, like, really poetic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Milk and the honey. The font is yeah. all, yeah. Milk and honey style. There's, like, little doodles, shell silver That would be doodles. so, oh, my God, that would be amazing. Someone's going to do that, and it's going to sell out. It would be so good. We should do it. We should do it. That should be our Lone Lobos. That's what we should do. We should do Lone Lobos quotes. Lone Lobos. Make a little <laughs> coffee book like, and we can doodle books. on it and stuff. That'd be kind of fun. Little comics. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, some people in the Reddit were talking about making a Discord. And I thought that'd be cool if we made a Discord and then every once in a while like hopped on to like live talks. Just like, I think there's hey, probably some fucking weirdos out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'd be funny if people are like, oh, dang, wait. They talk to weirdos? I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. I'm going to join there. And we'll get all the weirdos. Yeah, you're right. We'll get Actually, all the people who listen to Joe Rogan to come on. Oh, God. <laughs> He's getting thrown out the bag right now. Spotify is actually standing with him, huh? Yeah, they screwed over uh, Neil Young. They didn't screw him over. Neil Young decided to... Oh, well, no, yeah. they Well, they put, kicked him out. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely called his bluff. I Joe Rogan posted a video about it, though, and he is a great... He I guess he's a huge Neil Young fan. Which, really? Yeah, which I think is kind of funny he's that like, Neil Young. Nah, man. I know he's like, oh, what? Like he's like, I mean, I get it. Neil is fine in his video. He's like, no, but I used to be security at a concert venue. Neil Young was playing, and people would always have fights and stuff. And a fight broke out in a Neil Young concert, and I didn't want to get beat up for fifteen dollars an hour, so I just left. So I quit my job at a Neil Young concert, and I always attribute Dang. Neil Young for like doing bigger, better things. Wow. <laughs> But Kanye is is on some other thing right now, man. Okay, here's what I think about Kanye. I think this Kanye documentary is going to come out, and my predictions are they're going to drop some really heavy content in the documentary. You I think, think it's going to get super dark. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like a highlight wanna... reel. I think it's going to really? be like a tell-all, like his whole story, and I think it's going to get really dark around that time, and I'm sure way more people are going to be like... <gasps> 
Kanye. Kanye. I don't know. I totally thought it was going to be more of a highlight reel, make him look good type deal. Because people fucking love Kanye, dude. Uh, yeah. I. What is it called? What is the the Kanye documentary that's coming out called? It's called Genius. Of course, it's called. Yes. Genius. <laughs> yeah, we gotta just say it like that. Genius. 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 And we will be right back. You know what you should tell a story about? What? About Hawaii. Is, so I'm binging this oh. show over the weekend <laughs> called The White Lotus. And if you don't know what it's about, it's like, it's an anthology about these, like, families, couples, people who gather together at this resort called the White Lotus in Hawaii. And, like, their stories of, you know, what they're doing there, why they're there. And, and they're all, like, all of their stories are intermingled in one way or another, right? But it's so eerie. I think you'd like really like it. Like supernatural or what? No, 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 no. It's not supernatural at all, actually. It's, it's, it's basically just, like, these families who are, all of them are struggling in their own ways, right? There's a family, a, a husband and wife with their daughter, their son, and their daughter's friend. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a woman who's grieving, grieving over her her mother. Um, there's a ho- like the hotel manager has a storyline. Like the some of the workers at the the hotel have their storyline. But the reason that I was like I wanted to chop it up on the podcast is because the whole time I was thinking to myself. I remember Jacob auditioning for this show or like Jacob, Jacob talked about this show yeah. heck long ago. And I just remember you describing to me this, sh- this show. I remember when we talked about it, you were like, I just like, it just doesn't make sense. Like they want us to go all the way out to Hawaii, <laughs> but we're filming during COVID and you and can't we're not allowed, leave the hotel We're the whole show is going to be filmed at the <laughs> hotel. We're not allowed to leave the hotel. <laughs> I was just like, he was like, I don't, he was like, what? I don't get it. I was like, you can't go surfing? Like, what is this? When you watch it, though, you'll get it. Okay, you know what's, you know what's funny about this, though, is I never sent in that audition tape. Oh, no. So, who did you audition for? What type of character was it? Because there's like two characters that I think you could have auditioned for. There's one character who's the son, and then there's another character who's the worker, who's like one of the main. I auditioned for the son. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. I, you I could not have seen you as okay, the sun, yeah, bro. Yeah. So, so I just did for the sun. I remember when I went out for it though, the kid was supposed to be like 15. Oh no, like, no, no. Uh I think he's supposed to be 15, yeah, but, but he's, he's definitely like a 19. Yeah. Or he's supposed so, to no, be playing 16. Okay, yeah. So I so I went to audition for it. And it was a self-tape. Yeah. And I forget I was going somewhere with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. I think we were going skiing. Mm-hmm. And the morning before, I like set aside two hours with my little brother to do this tape. I do my tapes with my brother a lot. Mm-hmm. I forget why Blake couldn't do it. Yeah. He bailed super last minute. And so my friend that I was going skiing with, I was like, hey, mm-hmm. can you just like read this with me? He was like, oh, oh yeah, gosh. sure. Atrocious. So bad. Like, I, it's very rare you read with someone and they <laughs> make the audition bad. I could, I just didn't even send it in. You just, I didn't even send it in. I was like, I, I didn't have time. I was already past the deadline. I was like, oh, HBO is looking at it like, this guy usually puts in great tapes. Dude, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was so bad. But dude, the brother is just, okay, so basically, the brother, it's the, it's the younger brother to the Sydney Sweeney character, right? Mm-hmm. Who is this, um, like, it seems like they're probably like juniors or seniors in high school and they're they're just so like 
you could t- like what's the word for it like like super angsty but super like you know like catty like very like snappy okay yeah super yeah like, yeah like a little bratty but always the brother is at the expense of their brattiness like the the sister has her best friend on this trip and they make the brother basically like stay in this like pantry with his bed and the and the and the sister's like come on he likes it in there and finally he's fed up with it he's like fuck it i'm just gonna sleep on the beach (laughs) and his whole thing the whole show is like he's attached to his phone he's a screenager yada 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 and the high tides at night (laughs) take away his phone (laughs) and and switch oh shit and he's like you know he, he, he ends up having like a good little, a, a good storyline. But I really think that, you know, the podcast, but you, I think you would like it. It's Alexandria Daddario's in it. Um, Steve Zahn's in it. Um, oh, I love Steve Zahn. Uh, the Cooper lady. Sorry. What's the main woman's name? The main, like, I'd say like one of the main ladies, something Cooper. That's what it is. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, from uh, Legally Blonde? The Bend and Snap lady? Oh, that's awesome. Dude, she's in it, and she, her character is intense. Oh, really? Her like character dramatic? is really heavy. Yeah. Well, basically, really? like I've never seen her in anything she's, dramatic. She's gr- she's going to the White Lotus to dump her mother's ashes in the water, right over uh-huh. there. But her mother was a terrible woman, and like she's oh she, wow, like her that's a hard arc. her past yeah. mother still has control over her, you know. Dang. And it's it's just really good, man. It starts off super quick. Like the first episode, I'd say, is like a slow-ish kind of episode, but it kind of it picks up pretty quick. It picks up, but it's just sixty minutes of anxiety, and then sixty minutes of anxiety, and it th- nothing ever gets better. It just gets more eerie and more twisted and more dark. And they really kind of get like experimental with some of the camera work towards the end of the season. towards the end of the season because a lot of the characters are super loony and like crazy by the end. But you said season two no, just came out. Uh, no, no, no. Season one came out uh, l- like later last year, mm-hmm. um, and then they're filming season two right now. But because it's an anthology, it's a whole new set of Cast. characters in a whole new place. And this season that they're doing right now is in Sicily. Um, oh my god, that would have been cool. Aubrey Plaza signed on to to do it, and a Who's few Aubrey other Plaza? Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, I know who that is. Parks she's, and Rec, yeah, Parks super and Rec. flat. Um, yeah, she's funny. She she's funny. I like her in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, where her mouth is always <laughs> oh, getting bleeped out. Yeah, she's funny. That that movie, I feel like Edgar Wright in general. I mean, I haven't I seen Baby Driver, which you love. You Edgar Wright. He's probably love, my favorite but, director. Yeah, he, he's just so good. He's very There's, good. At there, there's very few people that can make, like, have the camera have such a personality yeah. as Edgar Wright. Yeah, he's, and I feel like that's very evident in Baby Driver and Scott, Scott Pilgrim versus and, the World. Like, you know, the guy who wrote White Lotus, I recognize his name because he plays like the nerdy teacher friend in School of Rock. Oh, really? That guy. Yeah, he's huh. kind of like, oh, you know, he's kind of like the pushover dude. He wrote. Dude. His name's Ned, isn't it? Ned Schneebly. Yeah, yeah. Ned Schneebly. He's the guy who wrote White Lotus. There was some, I think, like, Natalie Portman. Oh, uh, uh, no, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, Maggie, just Maggie Gyllenhaal I haven't seen that movie. Did the Lost Daughter. I watched The Lost Daughter. It was, yeah, it was, it was really great. One of my friends who's a film student at USC was just fawning over that movie. Just giving oh, for it, real? Yeah, accolade after accolade. He was telling me it's really good. And who, uh, I guess Paul Mezcal's in it. I fucking yeah. love, I would watch that movie just for him. Yeah. He's so great. He's, dude, one thing that I will say about him is, I guess I don't really notice it a ton. I guess only really in recent 
years, even if maybe even just this recent year, mm-hmm. <clears throat> have I been like analyzing or like watching it more, watching films, enjoying them, but watching them a little bit of objectively and like kind more of like an analytical critically, eye. yeah, like yeah. just like really, I, I suppose, getting the most of the movie. Yeah. And one thing about him, dude, is he's just so good at like just being a natural yeah. human being. And it's so evident in in this movie. Like there's there's one scene with with uh, his character and the main woman that her name escapes me right now, but she's super great where they're just kind of like a little tipsy, you know, having kind of a conversation at a bar. And he's just so good. The Scot- Scottish. Oh, he's, I- Irish? He does no. the. I think no, he's, he's Scottish. No, that one films in Ireland. Or, or normal people is based in Ireland. I'm pretty sure. Oh, sorry. He's, he's Irish. Oh, yeah. He's Irish. He's Irish. Yeah. But he might Connell. be from Scotland. Connell. Well, I mean, the girl in uh, in Normal People, she's from England. And she does an Irish Wait, accent. What? Yes, bro. Wait, what? She has yes. a British she, accent? She has a British accent. She does the- an accent for that role. And it Wait. sounds so good. Uh, yeah. Dude, they're both amazing. Wait. I don't know if we've said this Whoa. on the podcast before. We haven't you, really talked about normal people on the podcast we, ever. Yeah, me and Sholo, I was just going through a breakup, which I wouldn't recommend watching normal people after a breakup because <laughs> it makes it way more heavy. But <laughs> normal people is an amazing show. And Sholo and I watched it together. We binge it, what, two days? No, it was one night. It was one night we watched. Yeah, the whole thing? we watched the whole thing in one night. Oh my god! It, I dude, want to say, yeah, it uh, so good. There's one episode that's lame where she's in Finland or Sweden. Or no, whatever. I don't even think one episode is lame, bro. That the that part was fucking weird. Where she does like the Swedish boyfriend, the photographer dude. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. so out of pocket. It was just like, what? That was so unnecessary. Well, it's based on a book. It's, yeah, yeah, it is based on a book. It. But that so me and Sholo did a short film together. And then, no, no, I did a short film with a friend, mm-hmm. and then we quarantined in Santa Barbara afterwards at their parents' little estate. Sholo came Whoa. out and stayed with us. That's when we, that's where we got recommended the show. Yes. So this father of our friend, he explained the show to us as the show is basically all the little moments in between dialogue, right? Where it's like, "Hey, can you pass me the popcorn?" It's like, "Oh, yeah, sure." And it's like those little moments in between where it's like they hate each other. And it's yeah. like you really feel those intense moments. And the dialogue is so simple. Yeah. And he's like, it's, it's just, just the acting is so amazing. And yeah. it is. The acting is so, so good. Yeah. They both should have won Emmys. I, I want to say they both got, they definitely got nominated. I think the guy got nominated. I don't know if the girl did. Yeah, they they both are so phenomenal. Dude, and so good. dating Phoebe Bridgers. And, is he really? Yeah. Go him, bro. Go him. He should be He's winning cool. life, yeah, dude. No, both of them are doing crazy stuff now. They're uh, the woman's doing the Where the Crawdad Sings, which is a oh, movie nice. or a TV show coming yeah. out from the... And then he's doing a new, like, Brokeback Mountain type movie. No, that guy's an amazing actor. Dear God, he's so good. I would, lo- I would love to, like, be with him when he reads a script. I think that would be really cool to see. Just how, like, him as an actor breaks stuff down in his head. I think that'd be cool. And we'll be right back to the Lone Lobos podcast. I did want to ask, because I've been seeing it on the Reddit, the people want to know Jacob Scott Thomas Bertrand. Oh, God. Saint. Thank you. Um, right. <laughs> Jacob Saint Scott <laughs> Thomas Bertrand. Um, what, you know, we talk about you know, movies that we like and, you know, projects that we're interested in. But when it comes to projects, roles, ideas, you know, genres that interest you in terms of like where you would like to see your career kind of line up, like Mm -hmm. what, what kind of 
Is there a movie or something that inspires you to be like, this is exactly like, I want to make people feel the way that I felt watching this movie or like, this is just an amazing type of role. I'd love to play this type of character, like a Joker type oh, of character gotcha, gotcha. or like a da-da-da. There's two that come to mind off the top of my head. It's two of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. It's Edward Norton's character in Primal Fear. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Richard Gere, Edward Norton, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon were also up for the role. It was the first role Edward Norton ever did and won an Oscar for it. Whoa. He plays an altar boy who murders the priest, a Catholic priest. Spoiler alert. And, well, no, it's, like the, it's literally I, I the know. first minute of the movie. Murders a Catholic priest and has is drenched in blood is covered all covered in blood is found with a knife and he swears on his life he did not do it and that he doesn't remember anything but they know he did it and that's kind of how the movie starts hmm. it's an amazing i won't like give any more detail yeah, yeah. it's an amazing movie and then okay. the other one i but okay so what is it about that movie that you like what uh, is it well, like he's multiple personality syndrome okay and how or I guess I shouldn't say multiple personality syndrome because I don't even know if that's a real thing. And if that is a real thing, this is like a movie version of that. Yeah. He, it's kind of like split where he's got multiple personalities. Gotcha. And one's like the killer guy. And one's like the sweet little southern boy. Got you, know? you got you. Um, it's just great seeing the duality of his characters and how he manipulates people. It's just really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then Jeremy Renner in The Town. Oh, yes. We've talked about this movie I mean, I, growing up, like everyone's like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a race car driver. I legit wanted to be a bank robber. So I love bank robbery movies. I will do any bank robbery movie that comes across the table. <laughs> if any. any? I'll be in a bank robbery movie. Where you're not the movie. one getting robbed? <laughs> I want to do the robbing. <laughs> that, like, that's the part of the dream. But Jeremy Renner plays... Someone's like, Noah Centineo uh, actually uh, oh my God. is going to be robbing you in this scene. Dude, <laughs> up, uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? Someone in the Reddit said you sounded like Noah Centineo. Me? Yes. And I was like... Said I sounded like yeah, Noah and Centineo? I was like, what? I don't really even Not really... I no, can't even really think all. what... No, but uh, Jeremy yeah. Renner's character in The Town is just one of the coolest. He's like a little... He's definitely Unhinged. mentally unstable. He has some sort of <laughs> anger issues. And he's got like that kind of like weird look in his eye. Uh-huh. He's the type of guy that you see in a bar and you're like, God, two more drinks and he's going to fight anybody. Right. I think that would be a really fun character to play. Gotcha. It's like it a little more like deranged have, than Hawk. It sounds like you have a lot of anger to work through. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, my two roles? I, murderer and murderer, bank robber. Yeah. Crazy murderer and crazy bank robber. I don't know. I think that would be the most. Yeah. Those would be just really fun. They're so different from myself. Mm -hmm. And you get to, I think that's a really fun part of acting is like, Getting to play characters that are different from yourself, like I've, we, you gotta love playing Miguel and me yeah. playing Hawk. Like we get to fight people all the time. Like mm -hmm. you can't walk around in the and get getting fights all the time. You get arrested. Yeah. You like realistically, fuck. Only Tanner going to juvie. We would all be in juvie. Right. Like Tori would be in all women's prison. Right. You know, like fending off chicks. And Mary would actually she'd probably get off. She's got a rich daddy, but. <laughs> Like, your ass would 1,000% be Send him to Rikers. Dude, your ass would definitely be in the system. Broken back in Rikers. Yeah, you'd be the one like, I got hit. They're like, what'd you say, boy? What'd you say, boy, toy? What'd you want, Brownie? Get back in there. Come here, Charlene. <laughs> what about you? What are the movies you want? I mean, <laughs> so it's like, a little... I like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, <laughs> no, that'd be a cool one. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, a superhero is definitely at the top of it. Um, <laughs> you know what I will say? I remember when I met you, you were like, I want to play Blue Beetle or Nova. Yeah. And look at you now. And it happened. And yeah. it happened. It happened. Okay, what else besides Blue Beetle? Uh, no, I'm done after Blue Beetle. I think. <laughs> You're I, like, that's actually a... You know, I'm going back to college, actually, after, <laughs> after Blue Beetle. I'm going to be a CPA. No, I think um, what type of stuff that I mean... I mean, the, the one that always comes at the top of my head is, you know, kind of, I guess, sort of similar in the same vein to what you're talking about is the Robert Pattinson in Good Time. Oh, yeah. Just like, like a, that would be really cool. Just, yeah, like a, an anti-hero, so to speak. Like someone who's doing not so good things, but you're rooting, rooting for them. For them. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something that really excites me, I think, in terms of directors. Um, would you say you're an, you view yourself as an anti-hero? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Oh, what? Nothing. You said anti, and I just... My brain thought of Rihanna. Oh, my God. Rihanna. You didn't hear? What? No way you didn't hear. Didn't I'm what? dropping the news on you right now. You drop literally all news on me. <laughs> like, you are the person that gives me all my breaking news about the world. All right. Do your best bagpipe funeral Viking sound. Today's our day for the Lone Lobos podcast. It's January 31st. I know we're not supposed to say the day, but it's an important day and one that'll be remembered for years to come in the Lone Lobos podcast history. It's the day that Twitter and Sholo found out that Rihanna from Barbados is pregnant. Really? Yeah, she's pregnant. Rihanna is pregnant with Mr. ASAP Rocky himself's baby. ASAP Weekstroke oh Rocky himself. That is going to be the best looking baby. Oh, my, my God. God. Don't even. What gonna, a specimen. Yeah, he's going to Dude, have, that baby's going to own the world. ASAP yeah. Rocky is the dad. And what's her? Fenty? Rihanna. What's her? Fenty, yeah. yeah. I wonder what they're going to name it, though. It's going to be something cool, bro. ASAP Rocky is going to give it some, like, Blue Ivy type name. It's yeah. going to be, like, it's going to be a cool name. What is ASAP Rocky's real name? I don't know. Does he have a lame name like Machine Gun Kelly's? Oh, I did see someone on the Reddit complain about how she turned on the podcast and was like, I was so sad you guys were making fun of Machine Gun Kelly. He's my favorite. I was like, yeah, we like, we like, look, we don't not like Machine Gun Kelly. We don't know anything about him. We only know, we only know what we see in the media. Yeah, baby. I was going to say, I just see what's hey. in the media. I'm like, ooh, this fool seems a little cringy. We're saying nothing about his music. Jawbreaker on, lady. Don't even worry about <laughs> it. I will say, Something cool about Machine Gun Kelly that I just found out is at his concerts, he will always climb the like metal like banister, banister thing. I think that's a pretty cool gimmick to have. <laughs> I would totally do that. All right, guys, time for my jungle gym set. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. That's going to be a really cool kid. I think ASAP Rocky is probably one of the coolest human beings ever. I feel like his character in Dope is him in real life. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they, they got a bunch of, I mean, Vince Staples was in it. That movie That's in general. That's a slippery is, is, slope. It's a slippery slope, yeah. It'll definitely be the most beautiful baby. I'm just bugged about it. Yeah, it's, I know. It's kind of hard. For, hey, bro, I mean, who's that? Uh, We're both going Who's that one times. woman who has a, oh, Kate Hudson. She's got three kids. Each one is with a different guy. You could be one of the three, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you judging her for that? Yeah, it'll be ASAP Rocky, Sholo Mighty right now. <laughs> hey, bro, who knows? And Drake. Nah, not Drake. He's got hot sauce sperm. What do you mean, Drake? Drake and Rihanna used to be totally a thing. Really? I thought he yes. was just... Yes. I thought he just has wet dreaming over her. I don't, I, I don't know. I, 
No, no. Yes, it was a thing. Don't you can't. I I'm not the yeah, person. I know, I know. That's yeah. why I'm like I don't know why I'm second like, guessing myself about your ass. Um, there's dang. One... That's, I'm sorry, bro. That's rough. I know you. She was on your uh, what was I called your mood wall for a while? Your vision board. I really wasn't expecting it though. Rihanna, Rihanna, and ASAP Rocky. I just like I don't know. I I guess I I haven't really heard a ton about either of them. I mean, Rihanna's never putting out an album now. Definitely. I honestly or maybe thought... she might do one like five years down the line when she's a mom. Dad. I don't know if this is really old news, but I genuinely thought that ASAP Rocky was still in jail. What in Sweden? He spent like a month and a fucking half in Sweden, bro. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Swedish people are just like I came. I saw <laughs> they're just blasting it in this cell. I gotta say, I, like I love that song. They're like, do shabba for us, do shabba for us. A little bit. Yeah, they're like, wait, this isn't Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Get him out of here. Oh my god. Uh, I yet yeah, no, he's not in. No, dude, he's not in jail. That was like three years ago. Really? Yes, that was so. Has long he released ago. music since then, though? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, did that? I came out song that came out after what? he was in jail. What song? Arcane. Arsol. Arcane. No, that came out before. That came out before. Yeah. Okay. That's the song that has like the little Zelda flute. Yeah. 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 Um, we also do, an, we also have an acapella group. If you guys are interested in, um, our album comes out. It's nine. I break the law, then take with mine and take some more. Okay, no. Okay, so one of us has to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, you're yeah, probably the better rapper. No, you, you got it. <laughs> Stop. Uh, I thought you were gonna rap. You said you were gonna rap. All right. Speaking of wrapping it up, there's one last thing I wanted to chop it up about. I wanted to talk about is I wanted to hear your thoughts on uh, Pokemon Legends. It's the first week that it's been out, and you've been grinding. What do you I, think of it? Give us your rundown. Give us the old Jacob Scott Thomas Pokemon Master review. Uh, Highs and lows. I'd say the lows. I'll start with the lows. The beginning is a tad slow, but at once you get 45 minutes in, the game's amazing. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's not, you can take it at your own pace. You can just grind. You don't have to do the quests. Mm-hmm. Like you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I love that aspect. Layman's terms it to me. What is the game about? So basically, the game is you are in, I wanna say maybe like 1600s Japan. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of civilization, and you are, you fall from the sky. You are from the future, like mm-hmm. present time. You get transported by the god of Pokemon, Arceus, mm-hmm. to this time to like help save the world. And in the 1600s, you are tasked with making the first ever Pokedex, yeah. which is sort of like a catalog of all the Pokemon, their height, weight, you know, what foods they like, all this stuff. So you're, your goal is to go out and catch every Pokemon. Catalog that, all the Pokemon. Catalog all the Pokemon. And there's different, it's just really cool. It's very intuitive. There's, you can like throw berries and make them like walk a certain direction. If you hit them with the Pokeball from their back, mm-hmm. like it's, more likely to catch them. The graphics are really cool. Sometimes the rendering isn't super great. Yeah. Like there's a Pokemon in the air flying and it's really far away. It just be like a blob. It looks really, not even a blob. It just looks like jittery. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, the soundtrack is amazing. The mecha- There's new mechanics in the game. It's not like the, it's not like your traditional Pokemon third game. person. Yeah. Like you're looking from a bird's eye view at your character and mm-hmm. like going through tall grass and you know, randomly encountering Pokemon. Like, these are, you see the Pokemon. It's an open land. It's it's, it's pretty much open world. There's basically yeah. five huge sections, mm-hmm. and you can teleport to those sections. And those those sections are huge. Yeah. It's not quite Breath of the Wild, but it's a step in a amazing direction. And I really encourage everyone to buy the game because then they'll 
this will do well and they'll make more games like it. And yeah. it's it's really fun. The story is amazing. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So one out of ten. I'd give it like a nine. All right. Yeah. It's funny. I remember you were texting me about it yesterday or the day before. I also got the game and I only got to play it for like 30 minutes, but I caught an EV in like the first five. I texted Jacob. <laughs> I was like, hey, how's the game? He's like, good. I've been trying to catch an EV for like two hours. Yeah. I, it's so, I don't even know how I caught one. What's the, sh- what are the, have you seen any shinies? No, I haven't. Apparently, uh, so basically in Pokemon, like, it's a what, a one in 300 chance? A one in no. 3,000? So usually it's one in 8,192. Oh I think that's the number. Okay. In this game, it's one You're in, it's cut in half. On, stop. I know, I'm sorry. You're like, it's about 8,192. <laughs> I don't know. Just like <laughs> random pull out of my ass number. Um, now it's cut in half. I think it's 4,096. Or, I'm, I'm gonna say something like that, but okay. I'm pretty sure that's the number. Yeah. So that's what it is passively. So it's cut in half. Um, but there's a new mechanic where Pokemon can uh, spawn in. I believe is outbreaks. It'll okay. be an outbreak of a Pokemon. So there'll be a ton of them. And and when those when that happens, each one has a one in two thousand something chance. Oh. And if you have like sixteen of oh, them, wait, then it's really common to get a shiny. Wait, but. You don't see it on the... It's, it's an open world game. You don't you, see it on the ground? No, you would. It'll go bling. It oh. makes like a sound. It looks different. Yeah, shiny Pokemon, there's literally... It's only cosmetic. It, yeah. They're super rare. Instead of having a orange weasel, you'll have a green weasel. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty much what a shiny Pokemon is. And people freak out for those. So it's really cool that in this game, it's way more likely to get shinies. Yeah. Huh. The game is awesome. It's not handholdy. You can go at whatever pace you want. It's really... Like I spent... The first hour of the game, just collecting a ton of resources, huh. going to places that, you know, technically weren't, un- weren't unlocked yet, that I hadn't, like, unlocked through the story. Like, I had mm-hmm. to try, like, get around, like, level 60 Pokemon as I'm, like, trying to get all these cool berries and different balls and stuff like that. Mm. Um, as you're working your way around these balls. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, it's, it's, it's an amazing game. Highly, highly recommend to anyone out there looking to have a good time. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Little Nobles Podcast this weekend. Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. We'll catch you next week. Lone Lobos Podcast is brought to you by Lone Lobos Studios, Michael Tura Podcast Network, and iHeartMedia. The podcast is produced by Jaime Roque and Noah Fan with coordination from Monica Tamayo. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. Bye-bye.